Hi, I'm Lanny, and this is The World As It Is Today. Hey, thanks everybody for joining me. Unfortunately, Chud and I didn't have time this week to sit down and record an episode, but we didn't want to leave you hanging. So I'm going to release here a bonus episode that I did for the Greener Postures podcast. If you guys haven't checked out the Greener Postures podcast yet, you can find that on our website, greenerpostures.com podcast, or you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. This is just my solo podcast talking about all things homesteading, homemaking, and autonomous living. And I'd also like to mention something that I'm very proud of. I was just on Ryan Dean's The Dangerous World podcast for one of his conspiracy break room episodes where we talk about all the stupid things you could imagine growing up in the 80s and 90s and junk food and a bunch of other crap. It is a lot of fun. So check that out on The Dangerous World podcast feed. Without further ado, this is the Greener Postures Podcast Halloween Bonus Spooktacular, where I talk about how industrial seed oils became the primary fat source for Americans. Enjoy. Before we begin, it would be unkind to present this tale without just a word of friendly warning. It's one of the strangest stories ever told. It might shock you. It might even... It was a dark, stormy night. I'm Lanny, and this is the Greener Postures Podcast. Welcome to my first bonus episode. This is a Halloween spooktacular. Things might get a little scary, so hold on to your hat. I'm here to tell you the spooky story of how vegetable oil became a part of the standard American diet. In the late 1800s, a man named William Proctor left England and moved to the United States. He was a candle maker. He had a candle business. And a man named James Gamble left Ireland, starting his soap making company in the United States. They both moved to Cincinnati and happened to marry sisters. This started a soap and candle manufacturing company called Proctor & Gamble, something that you might be still familiar with today. Back then in those times, animal fats were king. We used animal fats to cook with and to make soap with and lotions and many other things. But they came at a price. It cost money. It cost money to raise animals and to slaughter them and to make the fats into things like soap. So Procter & Gamble got very creative and realized that there was a huge waste with cotton seeds. Cotton seeds were not being used for anything because they are not consumable by humans. And cotton being a huge crop in the United States and what we use to make most of our linens and clothing, there were a lot of cotton seeds going to waste. The cotton seed oil at that time was deemed toxic waste. It used to be used as a fuel source, but other oils had taken its place by that time. And Procter & Gamble saw a lucrative opportunity. They wanted to use this unwanted cottonseed oil to make soap at a much cheaper price than they could with the animal fats. And soon enough, they came up with this great idea to use it for cooking oil. Now, that comes with along the same times there was someone who was creating um, hydrogenation. Um, So hydrogenation is when they make a liquid oil that would be liquid at room temperature into a more solid substance that would be solid at room temperature. Procter & Gamble grabbed that technology and gave it a fun name, which they, I think, kicked around a few different names at first. Uh, They came and settled on something you also might be familiar with called Crisco. 
So Procter & Gamble started mass producing their cotton seed oil formula, um, which is known today as hydrogenated vegetable oil. And they sold it to people and marketed it to people as convenient shelf-stable animal fat replacement. They actually hired a full-service ad agency, and they um, put more advertising dollars towards this project product than maybe any other product that had been put out to market at that point. They um, had tons and tons of ads, which you can look online and see some of these old ads uh, for Crisco that are pretty hilarious. Um, they gave they gave out free samples. They went to restaurants. They talked to nutritionists. They tried to say this was better for you. This was lower in cholesterol. They gave out free cookbooks. And it looks like from this article that I'm reading, Crisco in 1912 um, sold 2 million pounds. And then in 1916, they sold 60 million pounds. And it didn't slow down from there. So that is just to show you how well this marketing campaign went. It was telling you it was healthier, it was more convenient, it would make your foods better, and it was aimed at the housewife. Um, Some of these ads are pretty laughable at this point when you look at them and know what we know today. So Crisco is trans fat. That's what trans fat is. It's a hydrogenated vegetable oil. This is not a food, and we can see that the turn in the health of um, the American people and the world at large when they stopped using animal fats and like butter, lard, and tallow, and they started using hydrogenated vegetable oil. It did not, we didn't get healthier as a community. So there's that. Um, seed oils are in everything in processed foods, it helps with being, things being shelf stable that wouldn't be otherwise. And it's pretty hard to find things that don't have vegetable oil in them if they're packaged. And uh, that's just what it is. And I'm not going to go really any farther into that, I don't think. Um, This is not uh, something I can comment on from a personal perspective because I was not alive in the late 1800s and I don't know this for a fact. But reading this article, there's an article from The Atlantic called How Vegetable Oils Replaced Animal Fats in American Diet. I've also read the Wikipedia page on the history of Crisco. So if you want to look further into this, check in any out any of these or just go and Google or go whatever um, some Crisco ads, old Crisco ads and, and have a laugh at those. Cottonseed oil was waste. It was a byproduct of the cotton industry, right? So these were two very bright guys that figured out how to sell us a waste product. And we know that fluoride is um, a byproduct of another industry and very talented ad men have found ways to put that into our water system and in our toothpaste and many other things. The most interesting quote that I found was from Popular Science. I'm not sure when this article was from, um, but this was about cottonseed oil. It said, what was garbage in 1860 was fertilizer in 1870, cattle feed in 1880, and table food and many things else in 1890. That's a quote from Popular Science. If you want to look for other ways to feed yourself and take care of your family, hopefully you'll find some of these other episodes I'm putting out useful to you. So enjoy your Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Take care. I'm Lanny, and this was a Greener Postures podcast.